Welcome to Consulting Mastery, where we help B2B consultants master the business of consulting. I'm Carrie. And I'm Ahmed. Join us as we explore the art of delivering outstanding client value, earning a higher income, and thriving in today's marketplace. Welcome back to the show, folks. First episode here of 2024. And hopefully you've spent the time over the holidays setting yourself a goal for the year. Hopefully you spent time before the holidays setting yourself a business goal for 2024. And we want to talk about whether or not you did that right. <laughs> and so you might, you might have to go back to the drawing board and redo it after listening to this episode. We'll find out uh, before we get into the meat of today's topic. If you are a consultant or professional service provider looking to build pipeline, refine your positioning and acquire more high paying clients, we may or may not be able to help you, but we can find out pretty easily if you go to 90daypipeline.com forward slash talk, book a call with our team, and we'll see if we can help. Carrie, how do we set goals? How do we think about this? And did we do it wrong? Us personally? <laughs> I like to think we did it perfectly. <laughs> but we did it differently this year, which I think is maybe important. We did do it differently life. this year. Yes. Yeah. And it's really been making me think about how goals are set in general. And what I noticed both for us kind of year after year, month after month, and also with the, the clients that we work with is that people slide into two camps. Often there is the, I just want to make as much money as I possibly can and have as many customers or clients as I possibly can. And, and essentially my goal is just like as much as possible, right? More, <laughs> More than, than I could dream of. And on the other hand, there are the people who, the other end of the, the spectrum are the folks who are super specific and conservative and, you know, count up every little, you know, bit and piece that, that goes into their goal. And they often end up setting a target that is, absolutely doable, but maybe not so inspiring. And so what happens is you have the people that I'm talking about now who end up maybe less than inspired, although can feel good about where they land. And then you have the, you know, the moonshot folks who set a target, get super excited about it, run towards it. And then, you know, sometimes often are not left feeling great about where they landed. It reminds me of something completely random, but I got to <laughs> tell the story. There was uh, an incident at a subway. <laughs> subway sandwich. I was going to say sandwiches uh, or transportation. We, we we're going back like 15 years ago uh, when I worked at a different company and myself and some colleagues were out to lunch and we're at a subway and the guy in front of us uh, was getting a sandwich made, given the instructions. And then when we got to the mail, he said, more mayo. They put on more mayo. He goes, more mayo. They put on more mayo. He goes, more mayo. And we're talking four or five times. And at this point, the thing is just a white mess, right? It's just, it's, it's, a, it's mayo with, a, with, with some bread, basically. Uh -huh. 
And it, it, somehow you're, you know, the, the idea of just more revenue, more revenue, more revenue. It reminds me of the more Mayo guy, right? And my, my friends from that previous company still joke about this experience, right? The, the more Mayo guy. If you, if, if you need that much Mayo on your sandwich, you don't really know what a good sandwich tastes like. If you want nothing but more revenue in your business, I don't think you really know what you want out of business. Yeah. And I'll even add to that because it's not just that you don't know what you want out of your business. That will lead you to make some unfortunate choices, like practical decisions along the way. Because you're either going to be in a state of believing you're going to get there and therefore potentially, you know, spending as an example, right? Spending as someone who has that revenue booked in in front of them. Or you're going to live in a constant state of knowing that you're not going to get there and you're going to make decisions out of that sense of, you know, scarcity and fear and, and concern about the future. Yeah. yeah it's, it's an interesting point too, because I, you know, I would argue you cannot, yeah, yeah the argument is like, ah, oh, shoot for, shoot for the stars and, you know, what is it? Shoot for this moon. You might land on the sun. Something stupid. Something. <laughs> shoot for the stars. <laughs> might land on the sun, please. Right. <laughs> shoot for the moon. You might like, you know, enter the, you know, exit the atmosphere and then fall back down to earth. I don't know what the thing is, but there's this idea that like, if you shoot for this big goal and you don't hit it, you'll still be end up further than you would if you were more conservative, but can you really reasonably achieve a goal that you subconsciously don't believe is possible. Exactly. Like, I don't care what you, what you rationally, you can rationalize anything. I can, I do this often. I can pull up a spreadsheet and put some numbers on it, right? Sell this product or sell this service this many times and do it in this time frame. And, oh, we've got this number. It's mathematically, that's very straightforward. The question is, do you subconsciously believe that it's even possible for you? Mm -hmm. And if not, I mean, you tell me, can I defy my subconscious in that regard? What do you think? I don't think so. Now, I mean, we've all heard the stories, right? The three or four stories that circulate out in the world of the person who, who had that kind of goal and got there, you know, in some random bizarre way. Um, I would still contend that those people believe that to be possible, though, subconsciously. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Or the story was created after it happened, Right. <laughs> there's there's something about survivor bias that uh is is a very real thing as well but no i i don't think that unless you truly believe it you can get there because you will stop yourself right you're going to pull back and you know i, I may even hypothesize that you might not get as far along the path because of this sort of ongoing internal battle between the goal that you've set, right? The plan that you have, the, you know, the inspirational target that you've got posted <laughs> in your office and the voice inside of your head that is saying, Ooh, I don't know. Can we do this? I'm not sure. Can we do it? Does it really make sense? You know, we have eight months left. What does that mean? And this, this sort of ongoing chatter and debate that exists when you set yourself up in that way. And, and, and I want to be careful too. Like I, I don't, I don't think at least speaking personally, I'm not trying to caution people against setting big goals no. by any means. 
and and I think the belief is is the key question here. But I also want to be clear that it doesn't really matter what other people think. Mm-hmm. You know, by no means do I want you to ratchet down your goals because you know your spouse or you know your uncle that you know you spent Christmas with thinks you're crazy, right? Or your parents want you to do something safe or whatever, right? Their opinions, I'm I'm not concerned about. Your opinion, your belief as to whether it's possible, I'm concerned about. And I don't even think necessarily that you ratchet down your goal if your belief isn't there. I think the first question is, can you get your belief there? And then, you know, if yes, different story. If no, you have some decisions to make. Yes, and and it might be worth talking about what does belief look like and where does it come from? And I think about an exercise that we go through with our mastermind clients on a monthly basis where we sit together and everyone builds out their plan and then nobody leaves the room until we, everybody answer asks of themselves and answers the question, what is your level of belief that you can pull this off, right? That you can execute your plan, that you're going to get where you want to go. And we happen to use a five point scale and anybody who can't give themselves a five Sometimes we let the Brits, you know, land at about 4.8 because they tend to, to be less excitable maybe than North Americans. But, you know, if you cannot say that you are 100% sure and secure and, you know, aligned from a belief perspective with your plan, then we go back to the drawing board. We don't say reduce your goal. We don't say, you know, change anything. The question is, what has to exist for you to be at that level of belief? And it might be that you, maybe it does does mean they need to change your goal. That's possible. But more often than not, it means that you need to figure out like, what's the gap? What is missing? What is the thing that is making me say, ooh, mm -mm, not so sure I can get there. Once you can identify that, then you can make a, you know, a truly rational decision, which is, can I close that gap? Or is that something that is going to exist and then I, now I need to adjust the story that I'm, I'm working towards because of it? In most cases, it's really just about getting more information, you know, finding more resource, getting some questions answered, doing some research. But the important thing is just taking that time. And that's the thing that I don't see happen enough, often enough in planning. And you know, for me, that's from my corporate past to entrepreneurs that we work with now that's the piece that's missing. Everybody builds a plan that looks great on paper and then walks away either feeling spectacular about it or, you know, feeling like it's a nice plan that's sitting on paper. I mean, to oversimplify this, you know, every plan is potentially executable, right? There's whatever goal that you have, I I assure you it's possible. Everything is within the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. So, why don't you believe it's possible if your belief isn't quite there? It's going to come down to one of two things, oversimplification coming up. Either you don't believe you can do it or you're not clear on how to do it. So let's deal with the latter situation first. Being not clear on how to do it, by that I mean, what's the strategy? What's the focus? How's it going to happen? Like, Do, do you have that map? Have you visualized and thought through and mapped out how it's going to happen? And often what we find is that provides a lot of clarity. They're not quite there, our clients at least, from a place of belief. They, they know they want the goal. They're not quite there from a place of belief. We, we get them to map out how it's going to happen, start to kind of foresee the steps, map it out step by step. And all of a sudden when they can see it, they can believe it. 
And often it's, it's, they have it all mapped out, but it's, Ooh, am I the kind of person that can build a seven figure business or get 2 million or 3 million or 4 million or whatever it is, right? Can mm -hmm. I do that? That's a very personal belief and confidence question at that stage. It's one of the two. Yeah. Though, I think. Actually, I'd add a third. I'm surprised you didn't have three. Usually you're very good at ensuring there are always three. But um, the other thing that I see come into play often is simply timeline. Like if we're talking about oversimplification, right? Mm -hmm. And that's especially true this time of year, right? It's the beginning of a new year. And so you want to set your goal for the next 12 months. And also you have in your mind what the future looks like. And so sometimes it's simply a misalignment of the goal and the timeline right? You are either aiming too high or beyond what you either actually can do or feel you can do, believe you can do within, as an example, a 12-month period, or the opposite, right? You're undershooting and and you're, you run the enviable risk of, of getting to your target in six months and then needing to figure out what happens next. So that is another thing that I don't always see people really paying attention to is how long will this actually take, right? what kind of ramp up needs to happen, what needs to happen, you know, sequentially for me to get there. And so it may be that your goal's not wrong, your belief is not wrong, but the thing that's niggling at you is just that you haven't aligned the timeline to a place where you can feel really good about having what is still probably a stretch goal, but that truly feels possible. Talked to a gentleman the other day who did $300,000 last year in 2023 in his business. And in 2024, wants to do 3 million. Now, have I seen that happen even among our client group, which is relatively small compared to the broader market? Yeah. Would I bet on it happening for this guy? Probably not. It's rare. It's very rare. Now, do I think he will, he could eventually hit 3 million? That's far more likely. Mm -hmm. Right. When you take time out of the equation, all goal, goals are achievable. The question is in what time frame. So, you know, I hope that makes you feel better if you've got a big goal and you ratchet it down for 2024, if you make that decision and we can make the argument as to why you might want to do that. But if you do decide to do that, that doesn't mean that you never get there. It just means it might not happen in 12 months, mm -hmm. but you are on the path to getting there would be the goal. Absolutely. And in some cases, the problem is just that you're trying to build the goal based on a timeline exclusively when what is often more helpful is building the goal based on a series of milestones. And so whether milestone number one happens in three months or four and a half, that's less important than the fact that you get through milestone one and you're able to move towards milestone two. And so like the oversimplification of a plan, which, you know, in the context we're talking about is revenue in 12 months, that in and of itself, like just the, the um, process you go through to set the goal can work against you. And I think the danger, and I think you were alluding to this earlier on the danger in continuously setting big moonshot goals. And if, and if you haven't done this before, then you will not have experienced what I'm about to describe. But if you have, you'll know what I'm talking about. Doing this over and over and over again and continuously falling short of the target, what that trains your subconscious mind to believe is this person's not serious about their goal. Mm -hmm. They say one thing, 
and they do something else. So the next time you set a moonshot goal, it's like if you have a partner and you continuously make promises about a certain behavior, doing something or not doing something, but you consistently don't follow through on that promise, the promises eventually wear thin, right? Mm -hmm. your, your, your partner eventually goes, oh, I, don't, I don't really fundamentally believe that this is going to happen this time because we've been down this road before. Your subconscious mind is is more skeptical, right? <laughs> believe it or not. And so the more you do it, the more it begins to, uh, the, the, the belief that it has, you know, falters and, and, and declines even more and you, uh, you, you make less and less progress and the reverse is true as well. And this is one of the arguments that we're going to make here for more, I don't want to say realistic. I don't want to say reasonable, but goals you can reasonably achieve. And it's up to, it's your belief is what's going to guide what's reasonable, not me or not anybody else's belief. It's, it's your own personal belief. If you set a goal that you can achieve and then you achieve it, you train your subconscious mind to believe that this person does what they set out to do. And the next time you set a goal, your subconscious mind takes you seriously and it aligns the resources and provides you the motivation and the insight and the creativity required to do so. And then again and again and again. Is that the argument? I think so. Let's start calling them believable goals and off we go. Thank you.